Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Independence Day to my friends here in the United States. I have a comment or a post on the, on Noster about a pet peeve of mine that because people will say America this and America that. And what they intend is they're talking about the United States and citizens of the United States or the United States government or something. And um, I, it's just a pet peeve of mine because America, America consists of a couple continents and uh, three different sections, North America, Central America, and South America, and a crap ton of countries in between. <laughs> and North America consists of Canada and the United States. <clears throat> so it's just... Um, it's just a little pet peeve of mine that, uh, yes, the United States is part of America, but America is not completely just 100% uh, the United States. So um, it's just uh, just one of those things. How are you doing this morning? It's Tuesday Live. It's the um, Independence Day edition. And I should be streaming to Rumble this morning. I thought I had all of the I's dotted and T's crossed to do that. It kind of looks like I'm supposed to be streaming live to Rumble. <clears throat> but darned if I can find it. I'm logged into my Rumble account. Um. And I'm, you know, looking at the, I've got, a, on Rumble, I've got a Holstein House. And I have a, um, one under my name, Robin's Rants and Raves. Here, it's, it's supposed to be right here. Is it actually, is it actually playing? Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> so there it is, my big ugly face as I'm looking at the other screen over here and uh, trying to uh, trying to uh, get the uh, stream to come up on my machine. I'm going to turn my speaker down on it a little bit because although I have some headphones and set in it, um, set up on it to help, you know, stop any feedback and stuff. I, uh, I could still hear a little bit of it. So what I want to do while I have you here, and while there's not a whole lot going on, I'm going to see if I can share that out um, on Noster. Give me just a second if you don't mind. Here is the live rumble feed. 
and see what happens. I I think this is the first time I've ever got it to work. Um, it's just, it's kind of frustrating to add these other sites into StreamYard. And maybe that's just because I don't do it often enough. That, um, oops, didn't mean to do that. There we go. <laughs> so be sure and say hello in the comments. Let me know that you are out there. I'll go back in. Unfortunately, with Rumble, I have to, um, it's separate. So um, to get to see it, it, the comments on Rumble won't feed into StreamYard. I didn't realize that. So I have to have this other other window open on the other machine. One of these days I'm going to get me, I almost bought one of those stands that you put the double monitors on. I was at a very, dis, very, very discounted um uh, shop the other day and uh, they had some but I, I didn't buy it I don't I, I still don't have a good feel for how I'm going to set this up going forward but hey we're this is episode 77 in case I didn't mention it already <laughs> 77 we're 23 away from 100 23 so that's 12 weeks three months or so yeah if you do the math I guess <laughs> two a week two a week so um i'm looking forward to 100 i haven't decided what we're going to do for 100 yet i'd love you to share your ideas with me on that so today what we're going to talk about a little bit is um independence day yeah we'll touch on it just a bit i'm not going to go into a lot of details it's it's self-explanatory <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about cold card, the cold card wallet, and uh, AirBTC, AirBTC, and Noster, and maybe not in that order. So if you're here, unfortunately, I waited till six minutes in to say that I probably should have said that before now, but um, I'll get better with that. I'm trying to rework the uh, format a little bit so that I share with you earlier what we're going to talk about not just in the description and um, that way folks who stop in will will know and might hang out a little bit so of course again be sure and say hello when you log in so that I know you're there and I can say hello back and you can hear your name eh. or if you don't want your name you know just say so Alrighty, so we're going to start off a little bit here around the house. There's not a whole lot to say. We may have a shorter show today because uh, it is a holiday. There's not a lot going on. Um, but around the house here, we're still, we, the, we, the dog house, the work on the dog house roof should begin tomorrow. I'm going to reach out to that contractor and make sure that's still on target uh for tomorrow i expect it will be the problem becomes i have uh, bible study in the morning so i'm going to make sure that they're okay before i head out to the church so uh i want to make sure we've got that plus we have a guest coming in to this afternoon who will be leaving in the morning we think now she did reach out and say she may want to stay an extra night would it be okay and she wanted to pay privately and i said you know what we'll have to do we can't do that through airbnb We'll have to do that once you get here um, because you can't book the room and then private pay through Airbnb. So, But Mr. Holstein did have his gig on Saturday out in Spencer at uh, 
the Shamrock, and he said it was a really good time. It was kind of a private party kind of thing going on out there, and uh, they uh, he got in about three thirty quarter to four. So I didn't go. Uh, obviously, from the way I'm talking, I didn't go. I just couldn't make it. This is a difficult time of year for me to take off and do that because it's daylight so late. And with the chickens and ducks happen to go in and I don't have an automated door and I don't want an automated door. Uh, a lot of people or a lot of bigger people with bigger um, flocks than I have will have an automated door on the coop so that they don't have to constantly be going out to open and close it. Um, open is one thing. Open, you know, there's you know what's in there when you open the coop. There's probably, depending on your coop, there's not likely to be something in there that wasn't in there when you closed it up. But closing the coop to me is different because you could have varmints get in and you wouldn't know it and they're closed up in there and they just decimate your flock. So I don't like the idea of a manual um, door on the coop to close. So this time of the year, it's not getting dark enough here to close everybody up until quarter to nine or nine o'clock. Of course, the days are starting, daylight hours are starting to get shorter in the evenings. But still, it's going to be a, a couple more weeks or so before, you know, you get back to 830 to 845 on the sun going down. The ducks are the bigger problem because the ducks like to stay out later. So you try to give them you know, a little leeway if you're letting them free range that they can go in on their own, but still you don't want them out there when predators are active. So you want to try to get them in before it gets too dark, before the predators really get to the area. And it just an automated door to me won't work. The ducks won't be in. They're stubborn. And um, they just, they won't go in on their own. You have to, uh, you have to kind of, well, I do. I kind of have to shoo them in. They'll go when I come out there and start shooing them in. Um, most of the time. Sometimes they get a little sassy, but uh, they'll go in most of the time. So I didn't go because he, the gig started at 10. I, it's an hour drive. I would have needed to leave by nine, which in theory I could have done, but that's about the time I'm finishing putting the ducks up. It just, it just becomes difficult because then I wouldn't have stayed all night. I would have, you know, driven out an hour, hung out an hour, hour and a half to catch their first break and sit and then leave and drive back. So it just wasn't going to work, uh, especially with me having uh, responsibilities at the church the next morning. And we kind of talked about that on Friday a little bit. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail uh, on that today because we, we talked about it quite a bit on Friday. So I didn't go, but he had a good time. He got in, said they, they played some good music and he caught up with uh, some of the guys he was playing with at the gig uh, he hadn't seen for a while so they were able to catch up and and see what all was going on and and just have fun guys night out if you want to call it that but uh he uh he did get paid for it so there you go <laughs> um now i did mention that the guests that we have arriving this afternoon which is another reason why we might be a little shorter today because there's a lot more that i have to take care of to get ready for her um Normally, I've got everything worked out. This weekend didn't go the way I planned, so I don't have everything just so for her, but i got to get that finished up, get the air conditioning turned on, and make sure the TV is uh, is picking up channels and scanned in properly and stuff, because we use over-the-air channels in the guest room. Most people aren't watching the television anyway. They're streaming on their devices, so it's, it's not cost-efficient to have... Um, 
a streaming service in the guest room. So they, the over the air channels are pretty good. I mean, you're getting local news and stuff anyway. People aren't here to watch TV. <laughs> but uh, so she has asked to stay an extra night and uh, we'll be taking care of that privately. So if she decides when she gets here, she's said she's on her way to Washington, D.C. And um, I, I want to, you know, give her if, what she wanted to do is she wanted to private pay and you can't book in Airbnb and private pay. You have to do if you if you are a guest or even I mean, even if you're a host, if you're booking through Airbnb, everything needs to go through Airbnb. You don't want to make side arrangements. You don't want to make private arrangements through the app. You are not protected by Airbnb when you do things off the app. So if you're relying on the insurances or the ability to challenge a dispute or someone wanting their money back or something you need and you, they book through Airbnb you need to keep all conversation in the Airbnb app so that when a situation comes up you can turn back to customer support and say look here this is the conversation we had this is what I told this person and now they're contradicting that and so your evidence is there in the app. If you're taking direct book and you are accepting credit cards, then you have to deal with a credit card company and you need to be able to keep records of that as well. So you want to be able, you need to be familiar with your credit card processing and your credit card companies that you're dealing with to understand how uh, someone who disputes a charge how that's going to work and how chargebacks work and what you need to have ready for that. So what we'll do here is she's asking to stay an extra night. When she gets here, we'll talk about it and I'll probably take that payment through PayPal. Um, PayPal is becoming a little flustering to me. Some of their fees are kind of high, but I don't work with them that often. So it's, it's, kind of not a big deal but there are fees associated but still yet you have some recompense because you are emailing I'll be sending an invoice from PayPal to her detailing her stay and everything and then she will pay through PayPal so we'll take care of it that way um, I wanted to share with you uh, we are now on a beta version of an online platform now, I have stuck specifically with Airbnb and DirectBook since I started uh, hosting from my home in 2017. But uh, a friend of mine reached out to me through the Telegram app and said, hey, there's a beta program out there called AirBTC. BTC as in Bitcoin. And it's in beta. And I looked at it and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to give that a whirl. I'm going to give that a whirl. Now, I'm going to try to share my screen here and show you, yeah, this one. So this is the AirBTC homepage. And it is airbtc.online. And that may sound odd, but you know, the dot com has 
basically filled up now and you can have just about anything you want behind the dot uh, on your website. So um, you can go to airbtc.online. They don't have a lot of properties yet. Like I said, this is very beta. Uh, I believe they only have 19, they, as a, unless one was approved a few minutes ago when I, uh, just before I got started this morning, they had 19 worldwide. And so here's Holstein House here. And I have it listed under rooms because I have a room in the house. You're not running the whole house. You're not staying in a separate facility. You're staying in a room. Now, when we get the little dog house together, we might put that on. It's going to be a while for that um, sorry I had a little bit of a cough so what you see here is my listing and this is the same images and the same description and everything that is uh, on Airbnb and on the Holstein house uh, page at robinholstein.com so we'll just kind of flip through here real quick and you'll see they have, this one's in Tangiers, this one is in, uh, mm, I think actually that one's in Texas, Alpine, Texas. Can't see it's cut off there, but I'm pretty sure I looked at this before and I remember that sign and I'm thinking it's in um, Texas. This one is kind of as a new listing, I think it's in Charlotte, North Carolina in the United States here. Of course, the one in Texas is here in the United States. This one is in, I think, British Columbia. I won't swear to it. We'll look at them some more in a minute. Uh, I don't know where that one is at all. Um, and of course, here we are back at the beginning. So this is it, AirBTC, and it says beta right there. So there's some properties. There's where you would go to the different properties and um, let it refresh itself here. And see the categories, houses, apartments, and rooms, the price range. Now, one of the things that they tell you is that they want to transact in Bitcoin, but they have their costs, I believe, in fiat. I mean, it, that's what it looks to me. Even when you get to some of the other ones, I believe it's in fiat. It may translate to whatever um, uh, country you, you happen to be in when you look at it. Um, but this all looks like, to me, it's it's U.S. dollars. And um, hopefully I'm not stream, flipping through here too fast for you. But you'll see whether they accept pets and tags and things. Um, the square footage of your uh, what you, you're looking for, that's a range here. There's this little slider bar, price range, little slider bar there, too. And uh, up here at the top, of course, location, which is self-explanatory, the about page here. 
will tell you that we are in beta. We are in beta. And it talks about, you know, the, the Bitcoin economy and um, that AirBTC is 100 Bitcoin only, 100% Bitcoin only, uh, zero fiat and zero altcoins. So, but I, I'm not sure how it's going to um, convert. I don't see that on my end. There wasn't an option. I, I kind of thought when I initially signed up for this that it would it would have a conversion table of some sort that showed, okay, if you want $51 in U.S., that converts to today. Maybe it, um, because Bitcoin constantly fluctuates. Uh, today, that would be X amount of sats, you know. I don't see that. I also don't see um, the payout option of how to direct the payout where my wallet is. It's not, it hasn't asked me about the wallet at all. Maybe that happens with your first booking. Uh, it's not under settings though. I'm not going to flip through and show you all my settings, but it, it, trust me, it's not there. It, well, it wasn't there yesterday when I was looking at it yesterday, but I did get um, my property set up and let me go to listings. I'll do that that much and show you my listing here. So you'll see, I've called this one now on Airbnb. It's just Holstein House. It's not Holstein House guest room. But because here on AirBTC, it is being specific, for whether it's a house, a room, or something like that, I did put guest room so that it is, a, and plus this is, has the potential to be seen by people who wouldn't recognize that it's just the one room, but I have added uh, traditional photos that I have on um, Airbnb, except for this one. This one's a new one showing the new portrayals there, but the others are the same. That's on Airbnb. I have included a couple of images of some um, reviews that I've gotten because this is brand new, you know, so, and this does show the price and the square footage of the room is a guess. I've never measured that room. Uh, pets, I don't allow pets my check-in. Now, this only gives me one time for the check-in. It doesn't give me a range. So check-in, I have there um, some tags. And in the description, I have gone into big detail, ultimate detail. Check-in time, check-in and out times are firm. That's exactly from my Airbnb page. This is the exact description and information from my Airbnb page. Even with the bullets there the, and all of this description here about the guest room and the downstairs and the quiet hours, all of these things are copy and pasted out of the Airbnb um, uh, post. And this booking note is something that um, that goes out once the person has booked, uh, booking window, booking durations, and things like that. So that's my listing on AirBTC. We'll see how that works out. It's brand new, like I said, brand new in beta. I want to thank Ronaldo for, for sharing that link with me and uh, um, letting me, uh, oops, stop sharing. There we go. <laughs> and uh, making me aware of it. And we'll see what happens and see if it works out um, for us here at Holstein House. So that's, uh, I look forward to that. That's going to be fun, I think. 
Um, so I, you know, it doesn't say anything about fees. So I don't, I won't know until either they update some information on the back end or I get the first booking through Airbnb whether this is going to be um, the right uh, right amount charged. If you remember, we talked last week about the fees that Airbnb takes, and it's almost $10 on top of the room rate. And so I shared with you last week about it being um, – more cost effective for everybody for you to direct book because you don't have all these weird fees that they're tacking on, which the guest is paying. Okay. The guest is paying. It's coming out of what the guest is submitting to Airbnb before I even see my, my room rate. So if the guest is pay paying that and it's almost $10. So that's why I always uh, recommend direct booking and this, the AirBTC, there's going to, there has to be a fee somewhere. There's going to have to be a fee somewhere because they don't have the server for free and the setup and all of the behind the scenes work that's happening, the developers are doing and the people are working on it. They have to get paid. So there's going to be a fee somewhere. It's just a matter of how much. And uh, we'll see once I start getting that information, whether it's worth the booking or not. And if it gets, if it's really a hassle, then I'll just deactivate the listing because I, I don't need an additional aggravation. <laughs> but if it works, I would like to. I would like to use that, I think. It, it looks good initially. Uh, we'll see. Obi Tabi. We'll go on. We'll talk a little bit about the garden. The garden is doing okay. I still have the issue with the groundhog eating green beans. The tomato plants are getting very heavy with green tomatoes. They haven't started ripening up enough yet to produce much. Uh, as that happens though, it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be very productive in the next couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I think they will do just fine if I can keep them from breaking. They're not, um, they're not vining up the arch the way I'd hoped they would they're just kind of all over the place. So I haven't got them really trained well to go up that arch, but I'm working on that and trying to convince them that they need to go up that arch. The idea with the arch is a good one. I'm happy with it. Uh, just don't, maybe those plants aren't the right ones to do it with, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I think it's going to turn out very nicely. So those are mostly cherry tomatoes. I do have a few uh, slicing tomato plants out uh, and uh, they're, they're starting to um, produce a little bit. And we're having quite a bit of rain off and on that uh, should help that continue to grow. The sweet peppers are, they're not as prolific as I'd hoped and not as prolific as I think some plants have been in the past, but I think they're going to be okay. We'll get our money's worth, if you want to call it that. I mean, a pack of seeds and I'm only growing three or four, so it, it'll be just fine there too. Uh, I'll still, the majority of the vegetables that I put away are going to come from the farm market. So that's a given. That's a given. And uh, that should, I should start uh, doing that very soon. Um, my, uh, um, my, my yard is not big enough for a large enough garden to produce that kind of food, but it does produce enough that we'll be able to do a few things. Mama duck, well, we moved the nest and she didn't go back to it. 
I did take, um, I was very careful to, uh, I used a glove so that I didn't get my hand sent all over the, um, the eggs. I used a, uh, a little box lid with some um, pine shavings in it. And I even took some of the material from the actual nest and put in there and I moved it to a, a fenced off area for her and we put her in there and she just never went back to, she didn't go in and sit, sit on them. She just, she just fussed and carried on. And I we did that first thing in the morning last Saturday. She did not go back to the nest all day. And, um, she, she would look in where we had them, but she wouldn't go in and sit and she sat outside and she fretted and she fussed and, um, just never did go back. So when I turned her out before I, put everybody else into the, uh, into the coop. She went back to the original spot where the nest had been and sat there and puffed up when I went to get her. And I, I put her back in a coop and by the next day she was over it. So um, I don't know how long before she starts laying again. I'm trying to watch, <laughs> trying to look for eggs laying around all, you know, like maybe she's trying to do it again. She may not uh, lay again for the next couple of weeks, like when, you know, the eggs would have hatched, but that was a really bad place for those. She would have been ended up being killed there because we do have Fox and we do have an occasional coyote and she just was not safe there. And she had never spent a night out, um, outside the coop. And she really didn't start sitting. I mean, she would sit through the day and then get up at night for a long time. So I don't know. I just don't think she, when she had the nest in the coop, she stayed in there. Once she started sitting, she stayed in there. When she had the nest out in the hostas, she didn't stay on them. She'd go sit through the day and then leave them. So I don't, I think they would be getting too cool in the night anyway. I don't think they would have, they would have uh, hatched anyway. So um, I, uh, I'll just have to watch her now that she's, she's gone broody twice. I'll have to watch her. The broody Isa that I had, she's finally broke. Uh, she's not laying yet, though, I don't think. I've only been getting one brown egg, so I should be getting two if she's laying because I've got two brown egg layers. I do have one of the hens that was egg-bound before, apparently is egg-bound again. Um, I brought her in the house. I doc-babied her up last time, and she did get over it and started laying again, but I just don't have the ability. I don't have the time to, to do that this time. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to wait it out and see if she clears herself. Um, and if she doesn't, then we'll just have to take her out. I mean, I'll just have to take her out. I, I can't doctor her like that uh, now. It's, um, there's too much going on. I just, I know it sounds awful, but I, I just don't have time to, to do that. So. Obi-Tabi, let's see. Things to do around? Well, you know, today's the 4th of July, so some of the things are starting to wind down for the month of uh, July, and the 4th of July celebrations are already underway. You wouldn't be able to come and stay. We've got a guest coming anyway. But if you want to come over the weekend, the 14th and 15th of July is the Charity Auto Fair in Beckley. Now, Beckley's about a 45-minute or so drive, um, so that that would be fun. The West Virginia State Water Festival in Hinton is always fun. The West Virginia Hot Dog Festival is on the 29th. Uh, that's hot dogs. That's, 
I, I saw something on hot dogs the other day that said only children should put ketchup on a hot dog. And I thought, no, no, I like ketchup. I like ketchup. Uh, Madfest at Ridenour Lake is on the 29th. So that's something to do in the next couple of weeks if you are of the mind to be traveling down this way. Um, indeed, if you're traveling uh, to or through West Virginia on the Turnpike, West Virginia Turnpike, Interstate 6477, and you're looking for a place to stay or you would be looking for a place to stay, go to robinholstein.com and check out Holstein House in the menu. Now, I don't have the AirBTC link there yet, but you can also go, I'll put the link in the description for the show, you can also go to AirBTC online and go to Holstein House there and uh, and book through there. That would be fun for you to be the first one to book through AirBTC. So, oh, that's not right there. Uh, oh, well, I'm still working on getting the workshops together for the church. We do have our, we took last week off from the uh, uh, John 21, 17 project and our Bibles and brunch. We're going to start back up this week. Uh, tomorrow, we start back with Bibles and brunch. We're going to start a series on the book of Revelation. We're going to study uh, the book of Revelation is something that a lot of people want to study, but for some reason, uh, you don't see it offered very often, but we will be studying the book of Revelation and our John 21, 17 project. will get back on track on Thursday. Then the following two weeks, we'll be having um, our regular um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then on the 19th, it will start uh, our, uh, the nutrition program will end and we'll start a series on container gardening. Then uh, we'll have uh, that for a couple of weeks. Then I think I'm going to do one on um, sourdough getting a starter started and sourdough baking and then uh, maybe some uh, going from milk to yogurt to cheese and then some seed sprouting. Uh, I'll, I'm going to work on those titles some more, but I'm um, getting those uh, drafted up, um, thinking through the steps and everything that we've got to have and what would I need for 10 people or so. And so I can have that all together and it won't be a big hassle. I wanted to talk a little bit about Noster as well. Uh, on Noster, I'm having a little bit of frustrations with um, some of the um, some of the apps uh, that are, um, that we're using. I, I of course, Damus is an app for um, iPhone, which I have an iPhone, um, an older iPhone, and um, they won't. You can't zap on Damus anymore and zap is where you share satoshis to someone for something um usually it's um in the form of a small you know less than half a cent um donation of of money of satoshis because you like something someone said or you like something that they did or you like a meme that they created um just a a, a an acknowledgement a small satoshi acknowledgement of your uh, approval or agreement with something and iphone or apple decided that um, they don't like that because they don't get a cut of it <laughs> so they say they call they forced the developer to disable that you can still do it in other other ones but just not damus um, you can still do it from the desktop and the one i tend to use the most i 
I started with Snort, but Snort doesn't act right anymore for me. I use it on Chrome and I've tried to use it through Microsoft Edge and it just doesn't, it's just acts stupid. It doesn't update correctly. I can leave it open for a long time and go back and it's still not right. There's some, it may be my relays and I may need to go back and change the relays that I use. Um, I might reach out to a few people and see if they have recommendations on uh, relays to to use for uh, the Noster um, programs. Um, and I use Iris on the desk with the desktop too. And it seems to be so. I'm thinking it's relays because Iris does the same thing. Iris works a little better but it still does the same thing. And I use, I have an Android that I use um, Amethyst, Amethyst on, and um, it does better. I, I like Amethyst better, but I can't use it on everything. So I am, um, I'm a little frustrated using Nostr, but we are, um, Maria is a, um, a young lady in uh, Texas who has a, uh, a, an Airbnb cottage that she has out and we're connected on Telegram and we're connected on uh, Noster and, and stuff. And she and I are use, have started using a hashtag on Noster for our BNB uh, called BNBster. So it's the letter B, the letter N, the letter B, S-T-R. So it went a lot of people using Noster, they're, they will use a hashtag and put str at the back of it because it's Noster. <laughs> so we're starting to uh, populate that. We're going to try to use it to create a community of um, of BNB uh, uh, hosts that use Airbnb or Airbtc or Direct Book and um, Homestead BNB uh, uh, locations, and uh, we're going to try to get that and build that up and that uh, hopefully will catch on and we'll be able to get a few uh, a few folks and we'll get like a little network and it'd be kind of fun to have a network of homestead B&Bs across the country who we all have similar ideas not necessarily identical now not identical not like a cult or anything like that but similar ideas about lifestyle and life choices and things that uh, in the homestead and um self-reliance um way of life so hopefully we can get that worked out that that's going to be fun if we can now let's see oh oh i was going to talk about bitcoin and cold wallet a little bit too i had shared with you before that i was looking at cold wallet and jade as uh as um hard wallets for my Satoshis and eventually Bitcoin if I ever get one. And I've been watching Cold Wallet. I signed up for the Cold Wallet, um, um, or I subscribed, I should say, to the Cold Wallet Telegram group. And I've been watching it uh, kind of regularly. I, I see it every day, and, and I don't necessarily read in detail every comment or every post that's there. But I'm looking enough to see that there are some headaches over there with shipping. There's a significant backlog of orders and folks are getting frustrated that they're not receiving their cold wallets in a good time. And um, 
you know, there's a, there's quite a few of those comments. Now, I, I don't know if it's an unrealistic expectation of when you get it. I'm also seeing people comment that your, your website says once you order it, it'll be shipped in X amount of time, but nothing happens. And then the uh, developers are commenting back, well, we're, it's delayed. There's back orders and stuff. And, you know, folks are frustrated. It's almost like taking a plane trip right now. You know, customer service is behind the ball. You know, so they're not they're not keeping people updated on exactly what's going on. So um, then I'm also seeing comments about uh, problems getting the uh, the wallet to work. Um, and I, so I'm just I'm starting to uh, question whether cold wallet is a good one. And this is one of the things in my mind why I don't jump real fast on new technology and stuff because of things like this. I really, really liked Cold Wallet. I liked what I was reading about Cold Wallet. Um, I liked the idea that you could set up a fake uh, wallet with a just, you know, just enough uh, in it that if somebody was able to get a hold of it and think they cracked your, your seed code, seed phrase, that they wouldn't get all of your, everything that you've got. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not liking what I see now. So I'm going to start looking at Jade, I think, a little more and um, see what I can figure out about it. If you have any comments about either of those wallets, I'd really like to hear them. Please uh, share your uh, comments here. Or I do have uh, the Holstein House Telegram group. So it's t.me slash Holstein House if you want to join over there. And uh, we can talk about it over there as well. I do know a couple people who are using uh, a Jade wallet. And um, they seem to be okay with them. Um, they, were, they got it fairly quickly and they were able to set it up. They're a little more tech savvy as far as the, the Bitcoin uh, side of things than I am. And so I, I'll have to look at that a little more. I, um, I really, I am slow about building, you know, a, a savings account of sorts, if you want to call it that. Um, or building wealth over on Bitcoin because of these things, because I, I, I don't want to, um, I, I don't want to jump on something and have it fall apart. And it just kind of, I'm, I'm getting a bad feel about cold wallet now, just from the things that I've been, been seeing there. So I've already told you a little bit that the nutrition program and the Bible study are uh, kicking back off this week. Uh, I do have some uh, coursework to do. I'm taking that class, the certified licensed um, minister class through the United Methodist Church. It'll be January before it's finished, but um, we meet once a month and um, and we have quite a bit of reading. It just if I didn't have anything else to do, it would make it would cause me to be busy. But I'm just in over my head in a lot of areas, and um, I've had some um, oh, some headaches related to keeping the church uh, going here recently. So I've had some um, questions posed to me that they're not. It's not really on me to answer, and I'm referring the people to the uh, West Virginia UMC in Charleston and they're pushing back that they want me to answer the question. I'm like, this is not for me to answer. I don't, I don't know the answer anyway, and I'm not going to spend hours digging through stuff to try to find it for you. You need to contact the uh, West Virginia UMC office in Charleston about it. So it's uh it's an aggravation really. And it's just, I just don't need it. I've got more. 
more than enough to be aggravated about. I'm going to start winding down. We're probably, it looks like we're going to finish a few minutes early and that's fine because, you know, it's all right. It's a holiday and uh, it's all right. But before I wanted to go over, you know, I do uh, upload the audio from my broadcast to fountain.fm and over there you can uh, share value by supporting people with um, um, Bitcoin Satoshis and uh, I've got one over there that just kind of baffling me it's I thought it was HJ I thought it was HJ but when I went to check just a little while ago it just has a user number it's user 854-69785-200109866 and they have uh, graciously given me 100 sats and said that that's all they had in their wallet and I do appreciate it so, uh, so I, when you like um, when you like a comment over on Fountain it, 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 it dings you for 10 sats which is, which is nothing um, because just to weed out any um, fake accounts and, and bots and stuff. But I appreciate it. I, who, whoever that user is, I do appreciate it. Like I said, I thought it was HJ, but um, apparently it's not unless HJ's got a new account. <laughs> but I do, um, I would ask that you would uh, like and share and subscribe. If you've gotten this far, you, you were curious enough. And uh, I ask that you subscribe and Perhaps I can read your name one of these times if you if you share your value with me. And that's how that value for value exchange goes. If if I say something of value to you, you share back that value through uh, Satoshis and tips and zaps and sats and stuff. Now, you do know that uh, if uh, if you want to book. Holstein House, you can go to robinholstein.com and go to Holstein House on the menu. And that is set up right now. Of course, like I said, I've got the Airbtc account just starting. But if you prefer to pay with Bitcoin, you can just reach out to me and we will work that out. I will accept Bitcoin as payment and uh, I will invoice you with a QR code that reflects a 15% discount off the regular room rate if you want to use Bitcoin. Uh, I will hold the calendar for 24 hours so that you can pay that invoice. And after that 24 hours is up, I will un, um, I will release the room so that uh, anyone who, who wants to, to book it can book it. When you direct book, there are packages that uh, I offer. One of the, the best is the chocolate and coffee package. And you get a special in-room treat of Halls, handcrafted premium chocolates. And I will fix a, uh, a serving of a uh, Almost Heaven Whole Bean Coffee Roasted by the Coal River Coffee Company in St. Albans, West Virginia. I'll hand grind that myself just before fixing you uh, a pot of coffee. So, oh, that promo code is expired. But if you use the promo code PODCAST5, you will get 5% off the regular room rate on a direct book only. So, uh, if you have any ideas of what we can do for our 100th uh, show giveaway, be sure and share it. Be sure and share it, and we will um, try to do that. I want to do, you know, a little bit of a giveaway or something. Maybe I'll give away some Satoshis or something. We'll, we'll see. 
but uh, probably a shirt, probably a mug, you know, a few things like that to anyone who wants to participate. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up for today. And we will be back live on Friday. Now, Friday is live unscripted. And that is more of a, um, well, it was pretty loose today. It was a holiday, but it's a looser format where more of your questions and comments are shared with the uh, with the broadcast. So I'm going to close it there. And I look forward to seeing you again on Friday. And uh, take care and have a happy and safe Independence Day celebration. And with that, we will close it out. Bye-bye. Welcome, everyone. So, there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.